Welcome to the Real Refreshment Podcast. Join us as we dive into motherhood at the foot of the throne with your host, Rachel Carmen. If you are tired, overwhelmed, and feeling alone, this is the place for you. A place for real moms with real stories, seeking real refreshment found only in the living God. You can visit rachelcarmen.com to join her online community of moms who are taking the dare to be in the word themselves as a top priority in the journey of motherhood. While you're there, be sure to sign up for updates and you will also receive a free gift from Rachel when you sign up. All right, let's kick off this latest episode of the Real Refreshment Podcast. Here's your host, Rachel Carmen. Hey, it's here. It's summertime, that time of year that many of us look for and live for. I've got to admit, it's my favorite time of year. I love the sunshine. I love my bike. I love the garden. I love the beach. This is my time of year. In fact, a lot of things around the house tend to get neglected because I want to be outside. I want to be outside on my porch watching the hummingbirds come and go. I want to be digging and weeding and planting seeds in my garden or harvesting. I want to be sitting in the sunshine or I want to be pedaling along some path. It is my favorite time of year. And especially now that we've launched so many of our kids, summer means the time that some of them come home and we get to spend time with them or we travel to go and see them for long periods of time. I love this time of year. But I also know and remember more than a little acutely how challenging summertime could be back in the day when everybody was home, when everybody was in high school or down or even younger than that. Summer, though exciting, offered its own set of challenges and how to navigate it. Because Mom, if you have been working so diligently to finish strong all of those studies and all of those projects that you wanted to get done for school, yeah, I get it. You are looking forward to it just like the kids are to do what? Nothing. And you don't want to set an alarm. You just want to sleep and you just want to relax. And I'm just going to say here before I get into anything else, do that. Make sure that you literally take some time to just do nothing, at least for a couple of days. Because the next thing I'm gonna say is, don't do that all summer. It just, you get to the end of it, it's like saying you wanna eat a bag of Cheetos and getting to the end of it and going, well, that was not such a great idea. It doesn't pay off. You know, a few Cheetos, okay, fine, indulge yourself. But the whole bag, don't do that to yourself because you get to the bottom of it and it's not, it's not a good thing for anybody. So do take a couple of days and just sleep. But after that, I'm going to suggest some things that you can do to have a really great summer. A summer at the end of which you will have enjoyed and you will have squeezed every last moment out of that you're not stressed about, but that you also really gained from. And you will have shown your kids how to do that too. So there is such a thing as a productive relaxation, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. So I'm talking about summer strategies. How do you do summer well? And I just wanna say that there were years as a homeschool family that I just did year-round school. We would just do six weeks on and one week off or maybe eight weeks on and two weeks off. And we just did that all year because it just worked for us. 
And then there were other years that we finished up in May and we took the summer off really from studies in general. And so there's a variety of different ways that you can do this, but I'm always gonna advocate for having some sort of structure and some sort of set of objectives just so that you can, on the end of it, on the other side of it, know that you did not waste your time. I really believe that time is a gift that we're given by God, by the Almighty, and we are responsible for how we spend it. And I do not believe that it is an honor to Him if we just allow it to flit away. I believe that we are to make sure that we are good stewards of the time that we're given. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to do you know, be intense all the time. That's not what I'm advocating for. But I do believe we need to be mindful and we need to be purposeful and we need to be intentional about how we spend that time. I think summer is a great time to practice two things that is very easy. These two things are very easy to, to lose sight of and the hustle and bustle and the rush and the pressure of the school year. We ought to be practicing these two things all the time. But when we've got all those other demands on us, we've got curriculum and lesson plans and we've got deadlines and we've got extracurricular ball game times, right? It's very easy for us to lose these two things. And so I'm gonna suggest that the summer is a great time to refocus on his presence and on being present. We need to be mindful of those two things, that He is present. He is here in our homes, in our circumstances, in our situations, in our relationships, just practicing His presence. And mom, it's an excellent time for you and I to practice being present. Again, there are so many distractions that challenge our being presence. There are so many demands. There are so many things that we feel like we have to do or people we have to respond to or things we have to post, right? And I'm just going to say, I think the summer is a great time to step away from all of that and practice his presence and being present. So how do we do that? Well, first of all, I'm going to suggest that it's a really great thing. And I know that this isn't for everybody. I know that some people are going to break out in hives when you hear this, but I'm still going to say that I believe it's a good thing. I think it's a great idea to set some goals and objectives for the summer. And those goals and objectives can include things like getting extra rest or reading an extra book or playing a game with my kids. Those are reasonable and those are all of those are good. So set some goals and some objectives, maybe reading goals, maybe you want to organize that closet, right? Or maybe you want to organize that file drawer, right? Or maybe your pictures on your phone. Maybe you have a goal of finishing a project or a goal for your older kids, maybe to get a job or to start a job. Goal for your older children, we're going to do this this year because we'll have three home from college. We're setting financial goals for them because they need to earn money for college this fall. And so we're going to sit down and talk about what their financial goals are. Maybe you set goals for volunteering or helping someone or a service goal of some time, maybe a certain number of hours a week. Or maybe there's a cooking goal. A couple of my kids attend a college where they actually have a kitchen. And one of them's already mentioned to me that there's a couple of things that they want to learn how to cook before they go back in the fall. So 
it, there's a lot of different things you could put in this area. What are some goals you have, things that you want to do this summer? You want to make sure that you learn how to play chess, or you want to make sure that you go to the park, or you want to make sure that you go cycling. Whatever it is, you're not going to get it done if you don't plan to get it done, right? So sit down, and this is a great thing to do as individuals. We'll have five adults here this summer. And so the exercise is going to be for all of us to make our list of things that we want to do this summer and then overlay all of those, see which ones intersect and we can do together and how we can encourage each other to achieve those goals, right? So set some goals. And so if all of your kids are younger, set goals for them. I remember when the kids were younger, we set reading goals for them that I wanted them to read at least one book a month, right? And then <clears throat> we would talk about those different books. I know that this summer, a couple of my kids have reading goals for the summer. My one son has been trying to finish Moby Dick. He's already read it once. He just wanted to reread it. And he hasn't really had the time at college that he wanted the extra time to do this reading. And so he said, Mom, I really want to finish that this summer. Game on. Let's get that done. Rachel Carmen has spoken across the country and around the world to moms about their struggles, successes, fears, and faith. They consistently share three things that zap joy and threaten the hope of moms today. They are overwhelmed, exhausted, and lonely. They want support and practical tools. They want to feel connected. What we have done is put together a community of like-minded moms to accomplish just that. Rachel, a homeschooling mom of seven, knows what the pit of despair is. She relates to the feeling of being overwhelmed, lacking in time in the word. And today, she wants to meet you right where you are. The truth is, you were not meant to do this alone. In the community, Real Refreshment, she will help you learn how to get done what needs to get done, how to study God's word during your season of motherhood, how to make the most of the time given, and how to do it in fellowship with other moms just like you. Moms, we need each other now more than ever. Visit rachelcarmen.com and join the community today. So setting these goals, it does a variety of different things. It helps you focus. It helps you steward. It gives you opportunities to do things together, to challenge each other, to hold each other accountable, and to get some things off your list, right? Get some things done that you've been wanting to do. Next, I think it's an excellent idea to maintain a list of jobs around the house that need to be done. And you can or not, depending on what you want to do. And in my opinion, it would depend on what the job is and the age of the kids. Those jobs might have cash attached to them. So if I need the patio cleaned off, I might be willing to pay one of the kids to do that or cleaning out a closet or organizing a cabinet, right? Have a list of things that they can do if they want to earn some extra money or want to do something, right? So there are things for them to do. The, the point here on this, on maintaining a list of things to do, is these aren't entertainment issues, right? I want to really encourage you to avoid the temptation to be somebody who feels like you've got to entertain your kids all summer long. That's not good for you. That's just going to drive you crazy. And frankly, I think that's why so many moms hate summer is because they feel like they are the perpetual cruise director and they have to make sure everybody has something fun to do all the time. Don't do that to yourself. You're not in charge 
of amusing everybody. You can have a list of jobs that they can do. They've got a list of objectives and projects they want to get done this summer. Those are two go-tos, right? And they should also have responsibilities. So there's not going to run out of things to do. But boredom is a part of life. Getting to a point where, yeah, you got things to do, you just don't want to, that's something you got to work through as an adult. And so I really want to encourage you, don't feel like you have to entertain your kids all the time. And if they're bored, sit them down and talk to them. Well, what are some things that you could do? And help them work through that. But don't feel like you've got to throw in something for them to do because that's just part of life. So set goals, maintain a to-do to list. So I, I know what it's like to have a little bit of time and I can't think for the life of me what is something that I could do, right? And so keeping those two lists is just really, really, really helpful. Now, after you've done those two things, you've got this goals and objectives and everything, I really would encourage you to establish a weekly rhythm, a daily and a weekly rhythm. It's probably not, nor should it be, in my opinion, as stringent and tight maybe as it is during the school year because during that time you've got other things dictating schedules but I think it's still good to have a rhythm that you're going through it creates anticipation right it, it gives accountability because we're all working to the same goal and it also offers a little bit of security so we all love the idea of the free fall of summer Woohoo! no schedule no wake up no alarm that's awesome for about two days right then we kind of need some parameters to give us some security. And so having some sort of a weekly, a daily and a weekly rhythm, family worship time, meal times, right? We're going to do outings on this time. We're going to do a house project together on this day. We're going to read every evening at this time. Whatever it is, some sort of a regular rhythm that's just your go-to that you can all depend on with a lot of flexibility necessary. So it's just helpful because then everybody knows, oh, it's Tuesday, we're doing this, or mom's going to the grocery store on Wednesday, or whatever, but it gives you something, just a flow, a rhythm of the week. Next, I want to encourage you to think of a summer exclusive list. What are things you can only do in the summer? So you can only plant a garden. I mean, you can do cold weather crops before someone writes me to tell me that. I'm aware of that, but... Planting a garden is generally a summer activity, right? Making jam is usually a summer activity. Going to a festival, right? Going harvesting vegetables or going to Shakespeare in the park. Or here in Charlotte, we have the symphony in the park. And we're planning on going to the symphony because you don't do that in October. You do that in June in Charlotte, North Carolina. And so we're going to do that. So what are some summer exclusive things that you can plan in to really give the summer that punch, those memories that you're wanting it. I'm looking forward. One of my huge objectives for the summer is to go stargazing. And that means late nights. That means blanket on the grass. And it probably means chiggers, right? But we're going to go do that. And I'm really looking forward to doing that because we don't do that in the winter. I'm too cold natured for that. So what are some things that you can only do in the summer? We used to catch lightning bugs in a jar, all of these different things. Uh, lemonade comes to mind. I've got a strawberry cake recipe I'm going to make. What are some summer exclusive things that you can do? Going hiking, going biking, going to the beach, staycations, vacations. What are some things that are just summer exclusive that you can just 
pepper your summer with, right? So pepper, unlike salt, you know, you don't need a whole lot of salt, right? Well, you need even less pepper on stuff. And so what are some things that you can throw in for fun this summer? It's just some things that you can do and enjoy and make memories doing together. Those summer exclusives. I'm really looking forward. I have several of those things on our list and I'm looking forward to seeing what the kids are hoping to do this summer because that is something I'm really super excited about. So to wrap up, as we're talking about these summer strategies, I want to encourage you to do three things. One, silence. I want to encourage you to practice silence, just listening. Whether it's the crickets or the frogs or the bird or the owl or the whippoorwill, just listening. Listening to the morning dove, listening to the breeze in the trees, listening to the cicadas, listening to the beach surf, just listening. Just practice the silence. Number two, I want to encourage you to practice seeing. Practice seeing. Actually seeing, focusing on the bumblebee. Focusing on the seedling. Focusing on the moss. Focusing on creation and the glory on your kids. If you're like me and you've got kids coming home from college, I'm looking forward to seeing and focusing on them. They've been gone. And what do I need to see? What do I need to focus? What do I need to help them with, right? I want to see beyond what they're saying. I want to see where they're hurting. I want to see where I can help them, right? So I'm going to practice silence, listening, practice seeing, focusing, and thirdly, practice serving, giving. Where are things this summer as their home that I can serve them? Little things that I can do, little things that I can help them with, little things that I can encourage them with. And I'm just going to suggest to you that if I really want to practice silence and seeing and serving, that means that I need to step away from screens. So I want to challenge you as you look and face this summer, as you wonder how can we do this summer well, I want to challenge you to reduce your screen time, to literally say these hours of every day, all screens are off, right? This weekday, every week, all screens are off so that you can, so that you can practice silence and seeing and serving. Step away from the screens and the crazy that we allow into our lives through those screens and those devices and really practice his presence and being present this summer. I hope you have a great summer with your family in your home. We'll talk next time. Thank you listeners for joining us. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. And while you are there, can you leave us a rating or a review? This just helps us to get the message out to other moms that need to be encouraged in their roles as mothers today. If you have a question, we invite you to send it to rachelcarmen.com forward slash podcast. And while you're there, you can access Rachel's wonderful resources and real refreshment, the online community. 
Moms, more than ever, we really do need each other. We need to be challenged, and we need accountability in the Word. I hope you will join us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Real Refreshment Podcast. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com.